Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Please take a minute and email us your story at newlifewoc at aol.com. As we continue to share the truth of God's word all around the world, we encourage you to partner with us financially at newlifewoc.com. Thanks again. Enjoy today's message from Pastor Anthony Jones. All right, so uh, if you want to, you can entitle this Marked. Marked, M-A-R-K-E-D, Marked, the power of the blessing. All right, and uh, I, feel like I, really, I feel like I really need to deal with this because, you know, uh, when you understand the power of the blessing, that quit and give up spirit will jump off of you. You got it? You'll learn how, you'll learn how to... You learn how to press your way through. I, at, the, at the first of the week, I sent out a text um, blast um, to you all, and it, it basically, I'm going to paraphrase what it says. It says that basically, you don't quit because it's easy. You only quit if it's the right thing to do. Right. You got it? And, 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 and you know, we, I think we, the church, we're looking for easy. We're looking for easy, and you, and you got, I know when I, uh, probably my first or second year in, in the church, I read this book called Road Less Traveled, and um, it taught me a lot because a lot of times you see people, they choose the road of, of least resistance. They, they, they want it easy, but the greatest, the greatest, um, um, I, I, I mean, I can use the word blessings in life are received when you're willing to do what's difficult. When, you, when you're willing to do what other people are unwilling to do, you got it? And you got to understand your path in life is a unique path. And, and listen, nobody's traveled it before. And I don't know about you all. I, I, I was raised in the country, and, you know, when the country got a whole lot of trees and wooded areas. And, you know, everybody was looking for a path. You got to know the path, it was already set because somebody always traveling. But, you know, you got you to gotta be a little adventurous to cut your own path. And, and, when it, and as it relates to your life, watch this, you got to cut your own path. Because nobody's, watch this, being where God has called you to go. You got, so when difficulty shows up, or shows up in your life, it shouldn't catch you by surprise. I got to understand I'm just cutting my path. My path, my path. Nobody else has been here before. Nobody but me. Praise the Lord. All right, so turn to Mark 4. Mark 4, 22. We'll start right there this morning, Mark 4, 22. Mark 4, in verse 22, when you got it, say got it. got it. All right, Mark 4, verse 22, it reads, For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifest, neither was anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, watch this, take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear, this next part, shall more be given. So when we look at this, the measure of thought, this is how I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it so that you can understand it. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure that is coming back to you plus more. All right? The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure that is coming back to you plus more. Now, we're not just talking about hearing with your ears, but we're talking about understanding. Somebody say understanding. Because you can hear something and not understand what you hear, and because you don't understand it, what you hear does not benefit your life. You got a lot of people hearing things, but they don't understand what they hear. You got it? And because they don't understand it, it doesn't benefit their life. You got it? You're trying to operate in something that you really don't understand. Now, that Greek word here, here is the Greek word A-K-O-U-O, which means to hear, pay attention to, understand, and watch this, and obey. So, so, so when Jesus was telling them to hear, he wasn't telling them just to hear with the ears. He says, I need you to hear it. I need you to understand it, watch this, and I need you to obey it. Now, when you do that, watch this, more will be given. Somebody say more, more. will be given. You got, you got a lot of people that want more. But, you know, what you heard earlier, do you understand? 
and you definitely didn't obey. So based off God, watch this, you don't qualify for more. All right, now go to, go to Mark 7. Go to Mark 7. Mark 7, uh, verse 13. Mark 7, verse 13. You got to understand that we're in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God does not operate like the world. You, got, you, got, you, got, you have to know this because you, you get in the kingdom of God, you're trying to operate based off the world system, and it does not work. You got it? God don't give you more just because you want more. Or, watch this, or just because you can get more. Basically, God gives you more when you have been faithful, watch this, with what he's given you already. Now, now, because how many of you all know, uh, I, I, you may have or you may know people that have, is that you can go out there and get more even though you're not ready for more. Yeah. You got, and sometimes you getting more does not benefit you. It ends up destroying you. Right. Right. Well, it does. Y'all seen people, you know, they get a little more. You got it. You're, okay. You went out there and got that. You didn't ask God could you have it, but you went out there and got it yourself because you could what? Get it. God didn't give it to you, and what you got ended up destroying you. You got so just because you got something don't mean God gave it to you. You got so so just because you have more doesn't mean it came from God. Don't you know the enemy will give you something if he know it to take you out? Yeah. Oh yes, he will. He'll give you. I mean, he'll give it to you, give you enough to kill you. You got so just because you have you have this ability to get more that does not mean it flowed from God. All right, now watch this, Mark 7. Mark 7, verse 13, very common passage of Scripture. He says, watch this, making the word of God of none effect through your what? Tradition, which you have delivered, and many such like things, watch this, do ye. So now the Scripture is saying that because you are stuck in your traditional teaching, understanding, and doing of things, you have stripped the word of God of its power to affect your life. And not only yours, but now you are passing that down to others. You got it? Because of your tradition, because you say, I've always done it that way. You got it? It says when you get that kind of mindset, what you do is you strip the word of God of its power or ability to impact your life. Watch this, not my life. But the problem is, is now you begin to teach that to other folk. You begin to deliver it to other folk. So, but we're not called to live that way. We are called to live by faith. Somebody say by faith. By faith. Now, when we live by faith, that means we should not be controlled by what we have been previously taught, what we feel, what we think, or what we have previously done. Our lives should be controlled by the word of God. So now, what does that mean in simple terms? That means, okay, in my life, when I've been living my life based off a certain way that I have been taught to live it, but then I see in the Word how I've been taught or how I've been living is what? Wrong. Now, what I have to do is I have to throw off my tradition, what I've been what? Taught, and now I must embrace the what? Word. That, that is what it means when it talks about, you know, living by faith. You got it? Because this is how we should be controlled in our life. We shouldn't be controlled by our feelings. We shouldn't be controlled by our emotions. We shouldn't be controlled by our past experiences. We should only be controlled by the word of what? God. When something in our life conflicts with the what? Word. Then because we are people of faith, we should turn from whatever it is we was doing or how we was doing it and do it the way the word says what? Do it. That's what it means when it says to live by faith. Go to Romans 10, 17. Some of y'all don't even have to turn there because y'all can quote it if you've been going to this church any, any length of time. Now, the word of God and faith are like the wet with the water. You cannot have one without the other. I say it all the time. You can't say give me a glass of water and hold the wet. You got it? When you get the, when you get the water, you get the what? You get the wet. So now as it relates to faith and the word of God, they are synonymous. You got it? You cannot have faith apart from the what? Word. Romans 10 and 17 says faith cometh by what? Yeah. Hearing and hearing by the word of what? God. So in order for me to have faith, the word of God must be present. Period. There is no faith apart from the word of God. All right? There is no faith. Why? Because faith cometh by hearing what? The word. So if you don't hear the word... How are you going to have what? You can't have it. 
So the word must be present. Now, go to Galatians 3. Now, as it relates to the kingdom of God, you cannot receive anything without faith. And that is also the case as it relates to walking in the power of the blessing. All right, and we're going to see this. Um, Galatians 3. Galatians 3, verse 14. Galatians 3, verse 14. All right, very first part of the scripture uh, we're going to look at. Uh, Galatians 3, verse 14. Y'all got it? It says that the blessing of Abraham, stop right there. It says that the blessing of who? All right. Now, it didn't say blessings with an S. It says that the blessing of Abraham. So that means that Abraham had this blessing. All right. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Now, who's the Gentiles? We were. So it says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, watch this, through who? Through Jesus Christ. So now when we look at this, this means that there was a blessing that was on Abraham that is now available to the Gentile, but it comes to them by way of Jesus. All right? Now, so now what we got to do is we got to ask ourselves, how did we receive Jesus? Ephesians 2 and 8. Come on, stay with me. It ain't going to take long. I'll back do some foundational stuff before I get to the new stuff. Ephesians, Ephesians 2 and 8. Ephesians 2 and 8. Ephesians 2 and 8. So I got to ask myself, how, how did I receive Jesus? Because the same way I received Jesus is the same way I release, watch this, the power of the blessing in my life. All right? The same way I received Jesus, all right? Now, Ephesians 2 and 8, um, I'm going to paraphrase. She bring it up. For by grace are ye saved through what? Through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is a gift of who? God. So if the blessing comes to you by way of Jesus and you receive Jesus by faith, then that means that the blessing is also engaged by faith. Everybody with me? The blessing that we're going to talk about, now this is going to be very important, in your life is engaged by faith. So that means if you're a Gentile, if you, listen, if you're saved, let me say it like this. If you're saved, you have something called the blessing. But that blessing that's on you is only released or engaged by faith. All right? Now, let, let's continue. Let me see it. Now, it is possible for you to have something and what you have does not impact your life because you are ignorant about what you have. I'll prove to you. You can, you can have something, but what you have does not impact your life because you're ignorant about it. All right? Let, let, let's use an example. I've used this example before uh, a thousand times in church. I could leave here today and go put a million dollars in your bank account. And you be ignorant about the million dollars I put in your bank account. And you'll still live your life like you don't have a million dollars. Why? You got it. It's yours. But you don't know nothing about it. You got it? Which, listen, did you want to try to say? So it is possible for you to have something. It is possible for Jesus to have given you something that you don't have any knowledge about. And because you don't have any knowledge about it, it does not impact your life. It's possible. And this, and this, and this can, and listen, and this is the state a lot of times in the church. A lot of times in the church is that people just don't know. Jesus said, my people. Now, now he didn't say the other, he said everybody, he says, my people are destroyed by a lack of what? Knowledge. Y'all say, well, Jesus didn't say that. Yeah, he did because the word said it. 
You got it? He said, my people, Hosea 4 and 6, 8, somewhere in there, my people are destroyed by lack of what? Knowledge. So you can have something that you have no knowledge about and be destroyed, but if you had knowledge about what you had, the destruction would have never took place. To God. All right, praise the Lord. All right, now, 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 now. Let's get, let's, let, me, let me stay on track here. So, if I want to walk in the power of the blessing, it must be received by faith. Now, last week, we said when you talk about living by faith, you cannot get around obedience. All right, this is what made me teach up dog. This is what made me change my lesson when I was, when I, when I, when I was, when I was um, studying this week. You got it. I told you, I told you last week, you cannot tell me that you're living by faith, but you're unwilling to obey God. Okay, okay. See, this is what this is this is the, the falsehood that has crept in the church. Where people think they can be in faith, but not living an obedient an obedient lifestyle. It's not, it's not possible. It's not possible because when you talk about faith, faith is always tied to you obeying God. Okay, 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 okay. Now, listen, I'm not going to go over, listen, I'm not going to go over that again this week, get the CD from last week. You got it? But faith and obedience are tied together. So if you're in faith, you're saying, I'm living, I'm, I'm in faith for something, but I see all of this disobedience in your life, you're either, watch this, ignorant or deceived. It's either one or two. Either you don't know no better, or watch this, you just straight up deceived. All right? Now, go to, go, to, go to Genesis 12. So walking in the power of the blessing is tied to my willingness to obey God. Now, now we're going to find, listen, we're going to find out just a little bit this morning why the blessing, even though we have it, is not operating in our lives because it's tied to obedience. All right, watch this. We're going to go back, je, je, go to Genesis, what I say, 12, 12 and 1. Genesis 12 and 1. Genesis 12 and 1. Genesis 12 and 1. Okay. Now, now in Galatians 3, the blessing was connected to who? Okay. So now we got to go back to Abraham. Because the blessing that I have access to that's on my life, watch this, it started with Abraham. Okay. Now watch this. Verse 1. It says, now the Lord has said unto Abraham. Now, Abram. Now, the Lord said means, watch this, that's the Lord's word. Whether... Whether it's rhema or, or written, that's what God what? That says, so that's his what? Word. So, so the word, of, we see the word of God present. Okay, praise boys. Everybody looking old, like y'all confused or something. No, the word had to be what? Present in order for faith to be present. It had to be. All right? And you can't have faith without what? Obedience or the word. They all they're all they're all tied together. All right? Now let's, let's watch it. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, get thee out of thy what? Country, and from thy what? Kindred, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will what? Show thee, and I will make of thee a great what? Nation, and I will what? Bless thee, and make thy name what? Great. And thou shalt be a what? And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that cursed thee, and in thee shall all the Jews. No, no, in thee shall all the families of the earth be what? Blessed. So now, watch this. When God was speaking this to Abraham, he says, now watch this. Because of this, all the families, everybody in the earth has this opportunity to walk in, watch this, the blessing. 
It's not, listen, it's not just for the Jew. It's going to be for everybody in the what? Earth. All right? Now, let's continue. Let's go, let's go, let's, let, let, let's go, let's go take a look, take a step farther. Now, so we can see that Abraham being blessed was predicated on his willingness to obey God. All right? Now, how, how can I say that? Because God says, I will bless you. Watch this. But I'm not going to bless you just because you're you. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to leave what's familiar and go to what's unfamiliar. In other words, you're going to have to obey. Come on, come on, come on. Now, oh, 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 let's see. This is one of the reasons why the blessing is really not operating in so many believers' lives. Because the believer wants to remain in that which is familiar. And the, come on, you go catch this. And the blessing is meant for unfamiliar territory. Okay, okay. Now, y'all get this. He didn't tell Abraham, I want you to stay where everything is comfortable. I want you to stay where everything is familiar. He said, no. Watch this. If you will obey me and you will leave what's familiar and gravitate to that which is unfamiliar, then I will bless you. Then I will bless you. And you start talking to believers about doing something that's unfamiliar, about doing something that is uncomfortable, the first thing they say is, no, I'd just rather stay right here. See, now you got to ask, why is this the case? Because in the unfamiliar is where you got to trust God. <laughs> see, See, in the familiar, you don't have to talk. But when, listen, when it gets unfamiliar, where I don't know where to go, I don't know what to do, I don't know what they may say, then I got to hear from God. You got it? So this is what the, ble this is what the blessing is. And they, but everybody wants to stay comfortable. They want to be stay comfortable in doing what it is they're comfortable in doing. And sometimes you just got to get out of your comfort zone. I could really preach it because watch this. When Peter stepped out of the boat, he stepped on the blessing. <laughs> you got to understand because he was willing to go. Watch this where nobody else was willing to what? Go. Watch this even though he could go there. See, cause, so just because your friend can't go. Just because mama didn't go. Just because daddy didn't go. Doesn't mean I can't go. You got it? I know something mama didn't know. I know something daddy didn't know. I know something about the blessing. Somebody say the blessing. All right. Praise the Lord. Now, 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 now. So, so, so the blessing, the blessing is not these tangible things that we see. Like the car, the cash, and the cribs. You got it? But all of these can be a result of the blessing. Now, I didn't say all of them were. Because I know some folk that got the car, the cash, and the crib. And they definitely ain't working the blessing. You got it. But what I'm telling you, they can be a result of the blessing. But they are not the blessing. Now, the best example I can give you is that let's look at the wind. We can be outside and see a flag moving. And then we'll say, look at the wind. Watch this. But the, the flag blowing is not the wind. The flag blowing is just a result, come on, of the wind. Come on, come on. Now, now what's causing what you see is being caused by something that you cannot see. So when we start talking about the blessing, we are talking about something that is intangible that you cannot see that will produce something you can see. Well, glory be to God. That boy preaching today. Ain't nobody else got to know but me. You got it? Now this thing is intangible. You can see the effects of it, but that is not 
the blessing. It's just the effects of the blessing. Now, the wind is intangible. You can't see it, but you can feel its effects. So likewise, it is with the blessing. We can see the effects of the blessing, but the blessing itself is intangible. All right? So now let's define the blessing. The blessing is this intangible empowerment on my life that causes me to succeed and prosper that is given to me as a result of being a child of God. Okay? So now, now oh, I need you to understand this. So now if you are a child of God, you're not looking for the blessing. You're not looking to be blessed because a byproduct of you being saved is that, watch this, you have the blessing. No, you, no you, come on, say, somebody say, I got it. See, a whole lot of people, you out there looking for, why are you going to look for something you already got? You got it? And I got it as a result of me being a child of God. Because the moment I got saved, then God blessed me. He says the same blessing that was on Abraham, watch this, is now available to you. But it's going to have to be received by what? Faith. Because all the promises of God are received by what? Faith. Somebody say all the promises. promises. Now, so the blessing is this intangible endowment or this empowerment given to the people of God for success and prosperity. Now, why is this important? Why is this important? Because we do not want to spend our time chasing the effects of the blessing and ignore the very nature of the blessing. Got it? Well, okay. Chasing the effects, the, wind, the flag blowing. Everybody trying to chase the flag blowing. No, you're chasing the wrong thing. You need to be chasing what's causing the flag to blow. No, no, no. See, no. You want the results of the flag blowing, but you don't want the nature of what's causing it to blow. Come on, come on, y'all. No, I'm going to say that again. You want the results that are causing the flag to blow, but you don't want the nature, you don't want the nature of what's causing it to what? Blow. You, you want, I want the flag blowing in my life, but I don't want the nature of what's causing it to blow. And see, and this is the thing. This is what is crap up in the church. We want, we want the effects, but we don't want the nature. We want the effects what God, what God can produce, but we really don't want God. No, we don't want it. We talked about this on Wednesday night. The Bible says, who he loveth, he chasteneth. That word chasteneth means he corrects. So watch this. Why the church folk got such a big problem when you correct them based off the word? Because that is just an example of Love. If, okay, praise the Lord. Okay, I mean, how many of y'all are sit down and let your child drink a glass of arsenic? Was it a poison? Poison. And don't say nothing. Well, you just going to have to learn. <laughs> you going to do everything you can to knock that glass out of their what? Hand. So why do we as believers sit around and watch other believers drink arsenic and won't say nothing? Because what they're doing is destroying their life. Now, whether they want to hear it or not, what they're doing is destroying their life. Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let me finish. I'm finishing my lesson. I need to give y'all some change today. I am today for real. Now, 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 now. So, 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 so what we got to do is we got to get out of this, you know, chasing the effects. And now, watch this, let's get what's causing it. I want the very nature of God that's causing all this stuff I see. That's what, that's what I want. I want the very nature. All right? Now, 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 now. 
Okay, now I can explain it to you like this. You have to get the root, and then you'll see the fruit. No, no, watch this, no root. Come on, no fruit. Now, 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 it, the, 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 and see, it's garden plant. Well, you know, no, you don't. You should have been planting your garden around April. I've planted my garden around, you know, sometime in April, and and some of it, it was just seed. You got it, and I planted some corn, cause chase a little corn. So I planted some corn, and now the corn is in the ground. It's already starting to sprout, but what's going on now is the root system is beginning to develop. Now. Until the root system gets developed, I can't have no corn. I don't care how bad I want some corn. Now, out of that garden, I can go buy some. But out of that garden, I cannot have any corn until the root system is developed. You got it? Because the fruit is a product of the what? Roots. All right? We understand that in nature, right? So now why don't we understand that in spiritual things? Where you want all this fruit in your life, but you ain't got no root. And, oh Jesus, don't get quiet. It takes time to develop a root structure. You got it? So, so, so my, this is the thing. Even if I don't have any fruit yet, if I understand I got some roots, I understand it's just a matter of time. Before the fruit show up. Because the fruit is a product of the what? Now, if you ain't got no root, I don't care how much you want fruit. I don't care how much you like fruit. Guess what? You will never have no fruit. You got it? So I got to understand that it is the root that produces the what? Fruit. And this is what I want, this is what I want in my life, and this is what believers, all believers should want in their life. Let God take time to develop a root structure in you. Because why, listen, man, let me tell you something. If you got the roots, you will go through seasons where you may not have any fruit. Watch this, but it won't bother you. Because I know as long as I keep my root structure healthy. There's a season coming where I'm going to have some what? Fruit. It may not be your season, but watch this. My season has to what? Come. Why? Because I got some what? Roots. So this is why we got to be concerned about our root structure. All right? Praise the Lord. All right. Now, 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 now. So let's see where we want to go. Where we want to go right here. All right. So we have the blessing. We have the blessing. And what I get is a result of what I have. All right? What I get is a result of what I what? Have. In simple terms, if you ain't got nothing, you don't get nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh not, not in the world society because you get a whole lot of stuff and you ain't got nothing. But in the kingdom of God, you got it. What I have Watch this, produces or, or produces in my life what I get. You got it? So if I have the blessing, then the blessing will produce some things in my what? It got to. Somebody say it has to. It has to. So I have the blessing and what I get is a result of what I have. The favor of God you experience in your life is a result of the blessing on your life. You got it? So the favor you get, see, uh, see this, is, this stops you from being high-minded. And you think you got to where you got because you're so smart. Or you know so much. No, the blessing that is operating in my life is solely based on the favor that God has placed what? On my life. If you take the blessing away, I lose my favor. So it's, it, <laughs> it's based on God. And that, and that prevents you, that prevents you from being high-minded. You got it? And, I, and you begin to understand, I, listen, I wouldn't have anything, watch this, that is lasting if it wasn't for who? God. 
God, God has favored me. He has favored me. Somebody say, God has favored me. Now, when you get this revelation, your success rate in life will skyrocket. Why? Because the more aware you become of what you have, the more willing you are to go out and get what belongs to you. The, the more aware you become of what you have, the more willing you are to go out and get what belongs to you. You got so I have to become aware that I have been blessed by. Come on, come on. I got now. I've been blessed by God. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? That means, watch this. When other folk can't get, I still can get. Okay, okay, okay. Let me give you a biblical, a a biblical um, um, analogy of this. Because folk think just because this craziness going on in other folk's life, it need to be going on in your life. That the devil is a lie. You got it. Maybe maybe it's going on in their life because either they ignorant of the blessing or they don't have the blessing. You got it. But as it relates to my life, you got it. Then watch this. It's the blessing going to produce some stuff in. My life. Now, give me give you an example of this. The example of this was Isaac. Isaac, the Bible says that Isaac sold in a famine. What does that mean? Isaac sold in a time period where, where when everybody else was sowing, they weren't getting anything. But then this man comes and shows up that has the blessing. He's in the same environment that everybody else is in, but when he sold, he reaped a hundredfold on the seed he sowed. Why? Why? Because of the what? Because of the blessing. And see, the problem is, is that most of the church is like Esau. No, we're going to really get into this. No, no, Russia, they, they, they were like Esau. They despised the blessing. They would, take, they would turn in the blessing for a bowl of soup. Okay, okay, let me put it like this where you understand. You're selling the blessing for a, put in what you want to put in. <laughs> no, but, no, but no, wherever you fit in, right there, put it right there. What you trading the blessing in for? A lie? A gossip? I want to say something, but Lord knows, for the children's sake, I ain't going to say it. I'm, I'm telling you, but just for a fleeting moment, you will turn away the blessing. Now, when I started looking at it, I'm telling you, man, I started looking at this thing, man, this week, man, and this thing jumped out at me, boy, and boy, I mean, it, boy, it hit me, it hit me hard, hit me hard. He says, what are you? Doing in your life that's causing you to despise my blessing. In simple terms, why is my blessing not working in your life? Because you just want to whatever. This is what Esau did. Esau was so hungry. Listen, it was a natural desire. Y'all better, can y'all hear pastor this morning? It was a natural desire. Esau just was hungry. Straight up. A natural desire. And he took and traded the blessing for something that was purely natural that would only bring fulfillment for a brief moment. Man, that's okay. Y'all ain't got to hear it with your hard head. I'm telling you, you you ain't got to hear it. No, No, for a fleeting moment. And then, watch this. Here we go, just like Esau. Can I get it back? Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he? What did his daddy tell you? I already gave it to Jacob. Like, oh, no, no, that's what he said. He said, listen. He told him, he said, listen, I already gave it to him. Now, since I already gave it to your brother, watch this, that means there's none left for you. No matter, listen, how, no matter how much he wanted to repent, he couldn't. For what? For what? For something that brought fulfillment. 
only for a brief moment. Now, I want y'all to say this. Thank God, Thank God. we under grace. We under grace. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all better understand me. Thank God we are under grace. So that now in my life, if I have taken or chosen something over the blessing, I can say, won't do that no more. And I get back in line without going to the back of the line. You got, and this is why we got, this is why we got, a, this is why grace is so good. Yeah. Folk don't understand what Jesus did for us. You got it, because if it wasn't for grace, for grace, your tail would be just short. Yeah. God let Jesus say, look, I ain't got nothing for you. Ain't nothing for you. <laughs> you done messed that up. Ain't nothing for you. But because of the grace of God, because of Jesus went to that cross. Gave himself willingly for me. Now, even though all of my imperfection and mistake, and say, Father, I missed it. I have despised the blessing. Watch it. Watch it. Praise the Lord. I'm trying to tell y'all better get this, man. This is powerful. This will change your life because this is what you're going to see. I'm going to tell you, this is what you're going to catch. And this is what I saw this week. Watch it. How many of y'all get upset somebody touched you try to try to mess with your money? Come on, right here. Come on. Come on, don't. If, if they didn't put their hand up, go ahead and say, lie, lie, pants on fire. You, no, boy, you mess with a person. No, 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 come on now. You mess with a person's money. You will see a side of that person you ain't never seen before. All right? Now, now this, is what, this, is what I, this is what I need you to see. Is I need you to see this. Watch this. When somebody tries to get you in disobedience, they're messing with your money. Oh, 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 no, you ain't looked at it. No, no, no. They, no, as far as God is concerned, they are messing with your prosperity. You got it? Because now, this is what the devil can't do. The devil can't stop you from going to heaven. He can't. If you save, that's a done deal. You got it? But he can stop the blessing from flowing in your life. So now, when situations show up in your life, you ain't got nothing to bring you out. Because the empowerment that's there, you done forfeited for some brief fleeting moment that caused you to feel good. See, but they don't know. See, but everybody, see, that, that, that's what you don't understand. Why you can't get it. Till God said, he said, this is why. This is why he will, this is why folks show up in your life and try to pull you into disobedience. You got it? Because the devil don't want you to have this. Because this is predicated on you obeying God. I love you, but you're going to struggle in life if you don't learn how to obey. Watch this. Watch this. No, watch this. Watch this. Now, now, now somebody, somebody say the blessing. Now, it is the very nature of the blessing to succeed. You got it? So when you put your hands to what God has told you to put your hands to, you should expect success. All right, now I want you to hear what I just said. I want you to hear what I said. I didn't say when you put your hands to what you want to put it to. No, when you put your hands to what God told you to put it to, you should expect success. See, because a whole lot of folk put their hands to stuff, God ain't never told you to put your hands to, and then you wonder why you ain't succeeding. This is why you got to know what God told you. Because whatever God told me to do, when I put my hands to that, I don't, I don't care. Because some folks get all pumped up. So you need to do this. You need to do that. No, you need to shut up. No, because y'all listen to your friends and now they got you all out of your lane. That ain't, listen, that ain't got nothing to do with you and what God called you to do. So why are you even talking about it? Why? Why? And then you wonder why it ain't working. So what I got to do is I need to find out, God, what is it you created me to do? And now what I got to do is I put my hands to death. And when I do, you will have the greatest fulfillment you've ever had in life. You stop chasing a buck. Now, 
Now, let, let me get this straight. And just because you choose what God told you to do, who told you it's going to be easy? That's just like I said, that's like I said in that text. I said, are you doing this because it's easy or because it's right? Folk quit on marriage because it's easy. You quit your job because it's easy. You quit all this stuff just because it's easy, but you never took the time to ask God, is it the right thing? Is this the right thing? God, is this what you want me to do? Because now watch this. If it's what God wants you to do, if God got to bring somebody from Timbuktu to fund it, he'll do it. Now, now watch this. Hold, hold, hold. And when you get this revelation, you now have the ability to, God, to not get mad with folk. Watch this. This is the same part. When they do you wrong. Come watch this. When they do you wrong, it don't make a difference. Because I still got the blessing. So you didn't, because you're wrong if you thought you produced this in my life anyway. See that? And you'll get free if you let. If you, listen, if you thought you produced this in my life, God, you dead wrong. This was to produce in my life because of the what? Blessing. So now because you go or leave my life, that doesn't stop what God going to bring into my life. Because what God was bringing in my life wasn't based on you anyway. That's why I can love you and dismiss you at the same time. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. No anger, no bitterness, and no strife at all. I wish you God's best. Because I know you can't touch this. Can't touch this, dude. Can't touch it. Can't touch it. You can't touch it. And see, what folk, what folk would do is they would try to make you feel like you where you are because of them. And you foolish enough to believe them. You foolish enough to believe them. I got you here. Man, you better get out of my face. You ain't getting me nowhere. I'm here because of the grace of God. If God won't be here, then the Lord can keep me here. But you know, you ain't so, so, so if folk trip, you ain't tripping with them. You know what I mean? You ain't mad at nobody. You ain't trying to get them back. You ain't trying to talk about them behind their back. You know, you're going to sour their name on the sly. You know how you do it. Yeah, you know how you do it. You know. Come on, you're going to sour their name. You're going to have other folk. No, no. Boy, and I see this all the time. Watch this. You are poisoning somebody else with your fruit, with your mess. No, you now. Now, watch this. Now, you don't. This is why I tell. No, no, this is why I tell people all the time, man. You sitting there and you listening to what they say. Don't you know they're poisoning you? And now you wonder why the blessing ain't working in your life. Man, you better get away from them jokers. You better get away from them. Because what they after, watch this, is they after your well-doing in life. Now here's the thing. Now what? This is what they better know about that blessing. The blessing of God impacts every area of your life. See, the devil will give you something, but it only impacts one area. What God do when he does it, his blessing impacts your finances, impacts your health, impacts your relationship. It'll impact every area of your life. The Bible calls it whole life or total life prosperity. You got, the devil give you a corner. So you got a little money, but you mean as I don't know what. No, no, come on, come on. Because you think somebody always after. You got, but you have no peace. You got, so we got, we got to understand what's going on. What your neighbor say, you better know what's going on. Now, go to Joel 36 and 11. <laughs> I'm almost done. Two more scriptures, I'm done. No, you better get this. No, when you know you can, boy, you just, you just, man, you just, praise the Lord. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. God got it. God got it. 
God got it. Now, now, if other folk got you where you are, you in trouble. You know, you've been hooking and crooking and, you know, doing all maneuvering and all that kind of stuff to get where you are. When they go, you're in trouble. But when you can look around and you say, I'm here. Come on, no, no, you know, no, you're that I'm where I at right now today. Only because of God. Man, it gives you so much freedom. Because you know what? The world didn't give it to me. Come on, and the world can't take it away. You got it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes. Uh, boy, boy, people don't understand it. Don't understand it. Job 36 11. Job 36 11. Uh, and see, this is why you need, to, you need the word of God, because the word of God will get you back on focus. You, you know, folk, folk will do stuff to you, man, and for a brief second, you'll bobble. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, some of y'all ain't never been stole off on. Some of y'all been shit. I've been, I've been stole off on. He got a joker hit me and I wasn't looking. And Doc, I don't care how strong I was, it buckled me for a second. You got it? But watch this, I got myself back together. You got it? So sometimes the devil will sucker punch you. You got to get in the camp, he'll do something you never expected. So you got sucker punch. But then that's when you got to go to the word. Because then the word will get you back right. Get you back in your right mind. You know, when you're, when you're dazed, you can't, you're, you're, you're like, I can't believe you. You know, but then, see, no, no. See, and that, oh, and that's what folk doing in church. You're walking around, you still in a five-year daze. That joker hit you five years ago and you still. <laughs> and the Bible said that you confused. You're still in the break, but you're in a daze because you never went to the word. Word. When I get to the word, then my faculties come back. I get focused again, and I begin to understand that God has me here because of him and not because of anybody else. Praise the Lord. Let your neighbor say, get your focus. Job 36. Job 36 and 11. Now, you got very quiet. I ain't waiting. I got to turn there. Y'all know y'all been here. Y'all know about Job 30 that says, says what? If you what? If I obey him, then I serve him. Then I'll spend my in prosperity and my in what? So when the devil sends somebody to get you in disobedience, they after your prosperity. That's what they after your prosperity. They after you doing well in life. They won't tell you, no, this way you're good, this going to feel good. No, but they after your prosperity. So now, when people show up in your life that try to get you in disobedience, doing stuff that you know you shouldn't do, you're going to look at, you better get out of here. No, you look at, you better, y'all act like, boy, you better get out of here because I know what you after. You after my, you after my prosperity and you can't have it. Somebody say, you can't have it. For more lessons from Pastor Anthony Jones and New Life Church, please subscribe to this podcast. You can also go to newlifewoc.com for our live streaming service times. Thanks for listening.